Hello and welcome to the Marketing That Matters podcast, where we have casual conversations for purpose-driven women. Each week we'll talk about what's grabbed our attention, hacks making our life easier, and chat about a purpose-led brand. What's got my attention this week? I listened to the Jay Shetty podcast called, I think it's actually called On Purpose, which is um, fitting for this podcast. Um, he was interviewing Gary V. For those of you who don't know, Gary V is a social media um, influencer, I guess, if you like, but he's an entrepreneur, a very successful one. They were talking about a lot of things, typical stuff that Gary V would talk about in terms of like social media marketing and, th- and branding and things like that. But towards the end, they discussed brand purpose and how some companies use purpose for commerce rather than trying to make a difference. And I thought it was really interesting because they both had a very cynical view on the topic. So I'll, I'll let you know, Gary V said, I'm unbelievably cynical of brands with purpose because when I sit down with the founder, I leave with you're a piece of shit because you're using a cause to create commerce nine times out of 10. So they both just had an unbelievably cynical view of the topic, whereas we kind of take the other side of perspective that if a brand has purpose, that's generally a good thing. Isn't creating cause um, better than not? Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm wondering if maybe they have this such a cynical view because they're in it with these founders or entrepreneurs more than perhaps we are looking from the outside. Yeah, I guess they're seeing it from the view that people are fabricating causes. Yeah, and to be honest, their conversation before this quote did lead was talking about more um, online influencers not being as authentic as they let mm-hmm. on. Yeah, and look, I think I think when the when people realise that they need to have a cause, and this was probably going back like probably five six years ago now, where most brands, if they didn't have a cause behind their business, pretty much strapped one onto the onto this mm. onto their website in some way whether or not they do anything about that page on their website mm. um is another story yeah. but i think that's probably where they come they might have come across quite a few brands that have yes put a cause next to their brand but maybe not leading with it or actually putting it into action which is sad mm. because i definitely don't think it's um i definitely think that the cause, the brands with cause has done a lot more good than brands without. So yeah, why would we even be criticising it? Yeah, 100%. My, my thinking is that the, the, the for-purpose aspect should come first. Um, you shouldn't be trying to like retrospectively fit a purpose into your brand. Mm. But even if people are trying to do that, if they're acting on it and generally giving back to the community in some way but still making money, mm. if they're still giving back to the community in some way, surely that's a benefit to everyone no matter what, right? Better than not doing it at all. Yeah, that, that's kind of my take on it too. So what's got my attention this week? There's an article in Ad Age called Where Do It? Where Do the Ladies Go? Uncomfortable Conversations. It's from Frog's Hallie Co. discussing the discrimination she's faced as a working mum and speculates on why there are many junior women in design but barely any female execs. Now, this obviously sparked our attention, both Jade and I being working mums. The part that really got me in the article was actually around how she pretty much points out that you can't have it all, which is, I think, something that a lot of 
Gen Y, Gen X women debate a lot and a lot of people expect they can have it all. But how, but how Co says it, she says, I also think it's important to note that you have to give up something and she's giving up her social life to manage the work and home life. Social life happens at the water cooler. Normally when I'm not sitting beside my kids all day, I'm just running home to spend time with them. So I think the, the fact that you, can't, you have to give something up is an interesting conversation because when you have your kids and then you expect to go back to the life you had, yeah, you might not necessarily be able to go to the pub with your friends after work. I'm certainly you not. Can't. <laughs> you definitely can't. I, I do agree. I definitely, I, it's definitely a good point that your social life does go. If you want to work and have kids, something has to give. You can't, mm. you definitely can't. And most of the time it is your social life. But I, I, what I found more interesting about the article was um, the, how the industry is still very male-dominated. Male mm. um, and it reminded me of a conversation I had with my boss at I was only probably 22 and I was pretty much asking where my career path lied within that workplace because um, I wanted to know whether I should be staying there or looking elsewhere for different opportunities. And he basically said to me in not as many words that, well, most women that we've had in, well, most girls we've had in this position have gone off to have kids, get married and have kids. And I remember being very shocked at the comment at the time and he didn't mean any disrespect in terms of it, but it was just, and it probably shows his generation, but how there's not really a place for working mums. Once you've had kids, you're almost out of the industry. Mm. And if you do go back in, it's almost like you're starting again. Mm. Rather than um, working out how that could work once you've got kids. Yes, because he was basically saying to me, well, most people leave and never come back once they get married and have kids. So, so and exactly what the article says, where do they go? Exactly, where do we go? We're sitting here making a podcast, and I say this as a six-month-old is tugging up my hair, but I don't know that there is a place, and I think that is an issue. Okay, so let's get into our life hacks that we're finding is making us more productive. Um, I'll start with mine. So I've been deleting Instagram off my phone. Sounds weird because I still use Instagram, but the idea is I delete the app off my phone so I think twice before I actually go and use it because then I have to download it to use it. And yeah, I just think I then only use it when I actually have the time to sit down and use it properly versus scrolling it kind of mindlessly, if you like, when I'm doing something else like watching TV or, you know, sitting somewhere so um yeah I find it's just making me that little bit more mindful probably giving me a little bit more time back because I don't scroll it when I don't really need to be doing it and um when the kids are in bed I can actually sit down and use it properly um so yeah that's my little hack what do you reckon yeah you're deleting Instagram anytime soon oh <laughs> uh, I have been here um currently the apps of mine the social media apps are on the last page of my screen because I feel yeah, that if idea. I have to scroll over it will deter me from seeing it but look, I, I've been there and trust me, I just downloaded again like two days later. So good luck with that, Jade. <laughs> Thank you. My tech hack is the iOS 14 new download. I'm, I'm interested in the back tap that the iOS 14 lets you do. So this, can be fa- this feature can be found in the settings app and accessibility and then highlight back tap. Uh, here you can choose what actions will open when you double tap or triple tap. 
For example, you can screenshot by double tapping the back of your iPhone or for triple tap, you can set things like a Siri suggestion app, which then brings up all the apps they would suggest you, you usually use at that time. Um, yeah, so I've, I, that's something I've been using lately. How about you? I, I would, but my, um, I'm probably too lazy to go in and set it up. That's my problem. I'm happier with them releasing a feature that is already there. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. If I true, if I is it triple tap? If I triple tap it now, will it bring up something for me, or do I have no. to set it up? You have to oh, set okay. it up. Yeah. And that's pretty much a lot of the features, to be honest. With mm. iOS 14, you have to go in and actually relearn almost. Yeah. The the new technology, which I know a lot of people aren't going to do. Probably not. Me. <laughs> Okay, so uh, this week our brand uh, that we're talking about is Jagged. For those of you who don't know, they're a um, – is it uh, – are we calling it athleisure wear these days? What's the word? It's, yeah, it's, it's active wear, fashionable active wear, I, I guess. athleisure is definitely what it yeah. falls into. I think um, – so uh, Beck Judd and Chris Judd, they own part of the brand, I think. Mm. Um, and obviously Beck Judd is one of the faces for them. Um we're going to talk about what we think their unique selling proposition is or their purpose is. I kind of um, had trouble kind of finding this, although I am a consumer of the brand, but to me it kind of came across that they were just inspiring people to live a more active and fashionable lifestyle. Did you agree with that? Yeah, I definitely look at their – when I look at their marketing, I can definitely see it's aspirational. It's not the representation of the everyday person. Mm. It's very much who you would like to be. Yeah. <laughs> Beck Judd. Yeah. <laughs> but I like to have her hair. And her on house. Most, yeah, on most days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Um, but I found it interesting, though, I didn't find uh, I didn't find it easily and I didn't kind of come across this easily, even though I'm a consumer of the brand. Um I'll just read you a little bit of what they've got on their website. Um, actually, no, it wasn't on their website. It was on their Facebook page. So, hardworking by design, we create stylishly functional sports apparel using the latest technical textiles of construction techniques. We don't believe in hype, marketing jargon, or empty promises. And they go on to say a few more things about um, best fabrics and design and things like that. Um, so, what do you think? But they've become quite popular in the last few years. What do you think? How do you think they've gotten there so quickly? Hundred percent, the personalities behind the brand. Mm. If they didn't have Chris Judd and Beck Judd, um, I highly doubt this brand would have jumped the success it did. Um, also, remembering um, Beck Judd uses a lot of her networks to push it. Yeah, you, know, you often see probably her friends. They are, mm. but they're definitely in the same circles as Beck Judd. Um, pushing this brand on their own platform. So the cross networking of personalities and the, the reach that those they have. They all is, have together online. Yeah. It's enormous for, yeah. for the target market. Yeah. I, I think they use those influences or connections well by using, utilizing them to create collections as such, mm. whether they actually had a hand in designing those or whether they're just the face of them. Mm. I think they worked well for that using those. It doesn't matter. Future. No, it doesn't. To the consumer, it doesn't anyway. No, I I think they've definitely done um, well in the fact that they've managed to keep it going. 
because it mm. boomed and it's still still doing well, still doing really well. Yeah. Let's talk about their purpose. Yep. Um, I first and foremost think that you do need a sustainable product these days. Mm. I am concerned that they're falling into the category, though, of saying they're sustainable as it's on their website, but as a consumer, I had no idea how they do it. Yeah, I, I found it. I had to hunt Toad, though, to find that sustainability angle. They don't really scream it from the rooftops. No. The only way I knew that is I think one of the packages I got said it on the package. Sure. And I, I think from memory they did create a collection that was made from recyclable materials, but that's not all of their collections. All right, so as a mar- if you were the marketing manager for Jagged, how would you change this and why? I think it has to be their strongest message. If, if that is their purpose and what they're driven by, sure. that has to be their strongest message, messaging even above all the influencers that they use. Because I know to me, I would definitely feel more inclined to purchase more of their stuff if I knew that they were doing more in that sustainability space than other activewear brands. Definitely, and yes, only because I watched the David Attenborough um, 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 Netflix doco last night and, oh, my gosh, we just can't afford to not be sustainable now. Yeah. So I think that they would be missing an opportunity to not head towards that way. And the mm. thing is, with the fact that they've got these, um, these, these, these platforms of Beck's followers and then her network, there's no reason why they can't be having sustainability as the forefront for their brand. Yeah, 100%. And it sounds like they've already got the legwork behind them in Definitely. terms of what they're doing. It's just the fact that they're not broadening that and making that their their one focus and clear message. I think it, this is where it becomes where do you where do you, where do you make the line? Where do you um where's the line between product versus messaging? product first course because if you think about what they promote if you think about the instagram you would have consumed any of the facebook messaging um anything beck's been talking about where's the line of product versus cause and purpose and to be honest i think jagged's a brand that almost could fall into could almost push the cause heavier than the product and the product will follow yeah i think so because right now they focus heavily on the product totally yeah i actually think i think it's like, I actually don't – look, I might eat my words if I do a quick Google, but uh, they – I can't remember the last sustainable post they did. That covers it for this week. Make sure you leave us a review or follow us on Instagram, Marketing That Matters Pod. We love a chat. Thanks for listening to Marketing That Matters Podcast, casual conversations for purpose-driven women.